This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Kevin, as always, or as hopefully usually, uh, giving you the gaming news like we do every single week, uh, early, as late as we can. Uh, in any way we can, we try to get you the gaming news and get you what's important, so that way you know what's what actually is happening in gaming and why it's important. It's fun. It is. <laughs> yeah. We'll start this week like we do pretty much every week uh, yeah. with the backwards compatible game for this week, which is yeah. Battlefield 1943, which <laughs> it's, it's, it's really fun to, to sit and, and try to name the battlefields in order. Yeah. As you get Battlefield 1 last year and Battlefield V, it's, it gets kind of crazy. But yeah. Battlefield 1943 is, is one of the, I think it's the second or third one. Um, Something like that. I, yeah. I get them completely confused. I, I get the idea of having sequels obviously but uh the spin-offs and I, the, my problem is when you have what should be traditional sequels aren't labeled as such that yeah. is what gets really confusing like this um i didn't play 1943 um i played a handful of battle game battlefield games and this was not one of them uh, yeah. i miss i mean assuming by the year we're talking about uh about world war ii so yeah um actually specifically toward the end of the war so this 1943 would be about the time that the that the u.s started participating you've got d-day you've got the, yeah, the exactly the classic battles exactly um, well i said world war ii and world war ii started and ended when the u.s came in so america no i'm joking it's it's the the, the everything that happened in the war america was in like hardly any of actually recently read a recent thing that was talking about how if america hadn't entered the war that germany still would have lost about the same time period mm -hmm. uh specifically because of how horribly stretched then germany was and financially resource wise and russia had completely wrecked them at that point and also um, uh oil wise yeah yeah, so it's really interesting, like, we as Americans are like, yeah, we've saved you, and they they didn't, they appreciate us being there, we helped, but they <laughs> would have won either way, and they would have won around the same time. Uh, yeah. Either way, I, I just think it's interesting. But oh, okay. the Manhattan Project is all us. The Manhattan Project is all of us, and the aliens, and the, and the reverse engineering, and all that, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So moving on to other aliens, yes. which is No Man's Sky finally gets multiplayer. Yeah, and, uh, this, uh, is, this is what they said was going to happen. Uh, oh, sorry, they said that it would be rare, but it was possible mm -hmm. in the launch game, and it turns out no, it was never. Yeah, so it was never a thing. Uh, so two years, almost two years afterwards, we're actually getting multiplayer in No Man's Sky. Um, the question is. Uh, even with the proper multiplayer being added, is it going to be enough to keep the game afloat? Well, I think that with the influx of with the influx of new people coming in, mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's not going to be um, there's not going to be the same robust uh, community that's been built on PlayStation. Yeah, but there's fresh wave of people and so honestly, this is it's probably better to to go ahead and jump onto um, Xbox. And, yeah. and experience it anew with a bunch of people um, who are who are trying to figure out how to make this a multiplayer game, how to enjoy it 
in this new uh, aspect. I agree. I agree. Uh, I will say, uh, first prediction in a while from me, uh, that doesn't have to do with E3, because we're going to talk about E3 predictions later on, um, or later this week. Uh, but my prediction is that there will be a No Man's Sky 2, which will have all the stuff that No Man's Sky 1 was supposed to have, because this is still adding a good amount. Sorry, this is this update goes a little bit above and beyond what No Man's Sky 1 was doing, but I think to, re to save face, they're going to come out with a sequel. That's my, okay. that's my, and it's, it's going to be, I mean, we won't hear about it until late this year, early next year, but okay. they're going to, they're going to come out with a sequel. That's, that's my feeling about it. Okay. Um, I will, I will counter that prediction and tell you that over the next three years, we will not hear anything about a No Man's Sky 2. <laughs> not um, going to happen. I would rather that. I would rather that. We need to move on to, uh, to bigger and better games that are. Joe Danger 3. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, what is it called? Um, dual. I always forget it. It's dual universes. Dual. Always... Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, and I this forgot the name. Out. I don't remember honestly. Oh. Uh, they they just barely like talk about it, and no one's talked about it. So I'll have to look it up, and I'll tell you about it uh, next week. Um, speaking of next week, uh, which is not next week, uh, Sony's focusing. Sony's talked about uh, focusing on uh, software until March uh, twenty. 21 specifically on the PlayStation uh, PlayStation 4 and uh, PSN um, which I literally read some people talking about um, some people saying that that was Sony saying that they're out of the console game they're out of video game making no <laughs> no people wherever wherever you are and yeah you know what? I don't even. I don't have to tell our audience. Our audience is better informed. Yeah, yeah. That. Well, I mean, in addition, in addition to this news, we we did hear um, uh, PlayStation. They were talking about PlayStation Force ending uh, in uh, reaching end of life, yeah. uh, referring to uh, how they support it. And at the same thing, people were saying, "Oh, we're going to get into. We're going to PlayStation Five will be the end of next. At the end of this year." Like, well, no, that's, the, that's not uh, how. A bit of context for that comment yeah. is that um, what it, this was during an earnings call, and they were talking about the fact that um, for for the first couple of years of the PlayStation 4's life, it, it continued to ramp up, and they were selling more and more copies. Yeah, and it's it's it peaked, mm -hmm. and now it's starting to to kind of slope back down. Correct. And so they're they're still selling a lot, like uh, last month, in the month of April, PlayStation 4 was the best selling console of the three but they're not selling at the same numbers that they were before so it's starting to arc down and they they don't think that that's going to come back up at any point yeah and so that's what they mean um it's it's basically we're on the downslope of the bell curve sure um, and that's and that's when from an investment standpoint that's when you start looking at what's on the horizon mm -hmm. and that's what they're referring to is basically like okay we know that we know that we're on that end of the bell curve what are we looking at for the in uh, the horizon which is basically their way of telling investors we know that we're reaching this point and we're aware and we of it and we're plan. planning. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. It's basically, I guess if you don't do something like that, then you putter out and you lose revenue. This yeah. is all about new revenue. You're losing new revenue. It's a problem. Yeah. Indeed. Um, speaking of new revenue, uh, they also, uh, the PlayStation boss also talked about the possibility of, of, a, of another portable gaming device. Um, and he, he talked about how the he didn't he didn't specifically mention the switch, but he talked about the the way that um, portable and and uh, handheld gaming continues. Mm -hmm. um, and and it, it'll be interesting to see if they if they do another 
if they call it a PlayStation Portable, the Vita 2, or something like that, yeah. or or if they they do some version of what the Switch has done. Mm -hmm. um, I would love that. I would. I think that they should do that. I think that they should do that, and a lot of PSN, PSN games should and can, uh, sorry, can and should be put put onto the the portable device as well. There Absolutely. are PS there are PSN games like uh, that are that are uh, previously PS3 and others that could easily be be ported over. Um, Sony, thankfully, um, if you buy it on one, you get it on the others. So I'm hoping that would continue. Um, I don't think this is outside of the realm of possibilities at all. Um, Sony learned from their mistakes in regards to their portables. They also learned who plays portables more than anybody else. And Sony's a Japanese company, and Japan is the one who, <laughs> who has fed the Vita for so long. That's the yeah. reason that the Vita kept going for so long. Um, I, don't, I don't think that uh, this is out of the realm of possibilities, but I think that, like you mentioned, they need to do something innovative or either innovative or copy the Switch, honestly. Yeah. The Switch has nailed the idea of uh, the idea of mobile gaming as well uh, as well as adding flexibility to be a console game, uh, console um, gaming machine. And what that does is for, from a buyer's perspective, especially from a parent or someone who's budgeting, you're looking at that saying, I spend $300, I get a two for one. Yeah. And that, that makes it really easy to justify $300 for that as opposed to $300 for a handheld that will not be able to dock. Yeah. Um, I think that it really helps with that. Uh, the only difference is if it does have the docking capability and everything, uh, you're going to have some interesting branding confusion with the PlayStation <laughs> 4 or 5 at this point and the uh, uh, PlayStation on the go, or whatever the heck they're going to call it, uh, yeah. they can't call it. Uh, they can't call it PlayStation Portable because we've done that. Um, but yeah, whatever they're going to call it, they're going to have branding confusion, which is what Nintendo kind of has right. Well, had until the Switch got in enough people's hands, and then everyone went, "Oh, this is different." Oh, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once people had the Switch in their hands, they were like, "Oh, this is different than the 3DS," and mm -hmm. Most of them said, you know, I'll sell my 3DS, I'll go with this. Uh, and then some, like Redbeard and a handful of others, are like, I'm going to keep playing my 3DS until it dies, like you're doing with the Vita. Yeah. Or have done. <laughs> yeah, have um, done. But yeah, so uh, going back to back to Japan, uh, mm -hmm. more news for there. Um, Yakuza 3 through 5 have been announced as, as remasters. Um, we don't have any Western release dates yet, but we do have... Uh, the Yakuza series continuing, so I I believe that this is this is all of them coming to uh, to PlayStation Four, which is exciting yeah. for for people from that series because yeah. like um, over the last week, if you're following us on Twitch and should be up soon on YouTube, um, I've been playing through Dark Souls Remastered mm -hmm. for the first time. So <laughs> and and that's 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 been a blast, and I've really been having fun with the chat and and talking with people about uh, what I'm missing and things like that, and, and yeah. it's, it's so good, y'all. I, I tried like, not to do that on text because you were talking about um, you were talking about specific things, and I was like, I didn't want to tell you something before because part of part of the beauty of the Souls games is exploring. And I didn't want to spoil absolutely. things for you. So when you were like, "I'm doing this," I'm like, "Okay, have you gotten here? Have you gotten there?" Mm -hmm. um, and I think I think uh, at that point you hadn't gotten past the the dragon on the bridge, yeah. and I was like, "There's two ways," because I didn't want to say. Uh, I don't. So, did you get past them by going down the sewer? 
Um, or did someone tell you the the cheap way? How did you get past the dragon? I, I went I went under the dragon to the okay. to the bonfire right there. You you can uh, hide from the dragon. Mm -hmm. He will come out and like land on the bridge. You can run underneath his legs and run past him. Right. And not have to go to any of the stuff underneath. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it's it's like if you want to speed run, that's the way to do it. Um, also, if you just want to really quickly hit that bonfire, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I was like, there's two ways that I can't tell you, because um, I didn't want to run for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the also the uh, the plunging attack on the on the Taurus uh, that that you 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 killed the Taurus legit melee right or sorry you're you're a caster right uh yeah hybrid hybrid okay so you but anyway you anyway watch yeah. watch that series let's let's get back to the news <laughs> um, okay. i'm having i'm having a ton of fun with dark souls as yeah. i knew i would yeah um so uh, in in completely different news because dark souls is amazing but let's let's we'll, we'll digress just to make sure we save time uh epics committed a hundred million dollars uh, in Fortnite competitions. Now that doesn't mean $100 million for the winner, that means $100 million in total. Um, yeah. I, I have to, I have to uh, make that clear. But uh, it makes me really under, really curious. I know that they're getting a lot of revenue now and they really want to pump up Fortnite, but it makes you really curious that all of this is happening on a game that hasn't really actually launched. Fortnite, the Fortnite full game has not launched we're playing battle royale which is the which is the freebie game that gets microtransactions and it makes mm -hmm. a lot of money yeah. it's making a lot of money but i feel like i feel like this is just going to take like some crazy turn like the momentum is going crazy on this and it's kind of it's kind of like the new star wars movies where your expectations of what it's going to be are going to be so different than what it actually is. And when the yeah. real game comes out, people are going to be like, that's not what I wanted. I wanted more maps of Battle Royale and this and that. And everyone has their own idea of what they want it to be. Yeah. Um, and they can't, and, that, and at the same time, it's a double-edged sword. You can't continue to do what you're doing with the same map and keep making money. If yeah. The bottom is going to come out. So um, I feel like this is a really smart way for them to invest in their players and get people to keep playing. I just don't know how to feel about their future when the actual game comes out. I don't know. Yeah. And and we'll we'll see how they how they choose to do that. I mean, PUBG was was wildly successful before it launched, and once it once it launched, then it it, it finished off some of the bugs, things like that. But um, and then it petered out, and Fortnite took over. Basically, so, yeah. So that's what because like, it was free. Yeah, because it was free. Fortnite, the pro the real game is coming out, which I talked to my ne my nephew plays Fortnite, and I've told him I've told him this a couple times. He didn't click to him until like the second or third time, and I was like, "That's not even the game. That's yeah. that's the freebie thing that we're playing now. The real game is coming out." And he's like, "But this is awesome." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is awesome." And he's like, "Well, what's the real game?" And I'm like, "Well, we don't know a lot about it." I told him a little bit, and uh, he was like. But it's, I just want to play this. But I'm playing this one, yeah. Yeah, because you're going to have to give the option of like, okay, now you have to pay for it. He's not paid for the um, Save the World or whatever the heck it's called. The actual yeah. the actual campaign-ish thing that's part of Battle Royale, he's yeah. not paid for. Yeah. Most people haven't, unless you pay for it just to get exclusive skins. That's really what you... And, and 
to, to rack up stuff to not have to pay as much microtransactions. Um, either way, I just think it's interesting. I think it's an interesting way to reinvest in their community. And to, and this is the largest, if I'm not mistaken, this is the largest amount of money uh, uh, in regards to esports competition that's going to be rewarded. It'll, it'll also be interesting to see um, how it gets laid out because yeah. um, Fortnite is is a is only a hundred at a time, and so there's there's it'll be interesting to see how they how they format this, whether it's going to be a tournament, whether it's going to be multiple tournaments, how this is going to play out. But but yeah. Epic is definitely committed to Fortnite Battle Royale. You yeah. guys love it. <laughs> Let's keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, my my view of how they need to run it real quick would be you can't just have a straight-up tournament tournament because mm -hmm. you have 100 people, one person wins. Yeah. Well, that doesn't tell you who the, who the best people were. In fact, a lot of times the top 10 doesn't tell you who the best people were because luck is always a factor. So I think at best, I think at best two out of three, and then you take an aggregate of the ranking system take the top 10 of that aggregate and you keep moving on. You can easily do that with uh, with uh, with uh, an astronomical amount of players. Mm -hmm. So everyone plays, it takes the aggregate of, of your three games and it ranks you. And then if you're, if you're within the top 10 of the people who played the first tier, you go up. And you can do that mathematically through the back end of the servers. You can do that very easily and not have to worry about people saying, oh, you were first, you get to go forward. If you were second, you don't. Because that's that's cheap to me. Yeah. What if what if they had um, four, mm -hmm. uh, four, four rounds? You had a 50 versus 50, okay. four teams of 25, 10 teams of 10, 20 teams of five, and then the final battle royale. That's, I think that's just too random there. The, the amount of different skill sets involved are, mm -hmm. are very different. A, sing, a solo battle royale versus a squad battle royale, they're very different. 50, 50 to 50 is also very different. Uh, I think you're talking about different skill sets there, and it would be hard to rank people and understand, uh, you know, if someone is really, really good at like two out of four of those, mm -hmm. um, are, you know, to me, I think it'd be better to go with uh, hat with a team and a solo like so that way they have like a best team and best solo because you can have a team of four that work great you can have someone who's your solo and works great um, it works for both of those I think that if once you start saying every player gets put into all of those then you have issues where uh, people will start um, you know, blaming teammates for different uh, different issues you'll have people who didn't concentrate on squad, or maybe they never concentrated on single player, and they only play with their squad. Yeah. Um, that'd be like if Overwatch had a had a, a, a battle royale mode, and mm -hmm. now Overwatch players are ranked by battle royale and their team based at the same time, and it's like that's two different things. Yeah, like you should be able be able to be a team player or a solo. So I can see that. Yeah, speaking of solo, I liked it. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. All right, there you go. Like, like and continue, <laughs> continuing with uh, with battle royale stuff, um, Radical Heights and Boss Key Productions, which was Cliff Blazinski's uh, team that made um, what was that one called? Lawbreakers. Uh, Law, Lawbreakers. Thank you. Um, and then quickly turned around and, and brought out this this new version of a of a battle royale type thing. Yeah. Um, that that studio is shutting down. They're going to keep the servers on for a while. It was kind of a last ditch effort of. Yeah. Quick, let's come up with something and see if we can turn to get a little which, bit of revenue in here. Which is exactly what we said 
when the game when when they announced the game what a month ago yeah um, we they announced the game and i think that you and i both said this is just a quick cash grab because everyone's doing battle royale and their other stuff failed and it wasn't yeah. enough to keep them afloat honestly from a business perspective the fact that they announced a game and then announced the game announced that the studio was closing and then now are shutting everything down within a month or so yeah. is is incredibly bad incredibly poor business planning because those resources when lawbreakers didn't work and they took those resources and said let's make a battle royale game made it and i'm gonna guess that they were that they've only spent like a handful of months on that because yeah. that they've been really following Fortnite. spent a handful of months on that and then are now shutting down the fact that they couldn't see that they were that close to you know to completely going bankrupt or or however you want to whatever their actual financial situation is 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 amazing to me i feel like maybe i don't know the the inner workings of of, uh, of uh, radical heights but i feel like maybe they put a lot of the onus on uh cliff Blazinski in regards to uh what they're what they're going to do what the direction of the company is and there wasn't yeah. enough people to say hey uh we we can only survive for like four months let's do yeah. something and because if you if your answer is we can only survive for four months hey let's do a battle royale game no no you need you need to look at i mean at four months you need to eat you need to be partnering with people um kind of like uh people can fly did with uh with gearbox mm -hmm. uh, great example of a, of, of a uh a company that went we didn't do great with bullet storm uh it, it didn't sell as well as we wanted we're still wanting more projects hey let's partner with you let's keep this going you appreciate us and try to keep the business going um so i don't know what cliff's gonna do at this point um uh i know he's uh, if i'm not was wasn't he the one who's talking about uh uh moving moving on and kind of reevaluating how he wants to do gaming i'm i think i'm mixing it up mixing um, up with somebody else uh possibly i'm i'm not entirely sure i know he's stepping away from gaming for for a little bit to, yeah. to kind of figure out what it is that he wants to do next yeah um uh, yeah and um i mean I, I i wish him luck he's been in the business for for quite a while so i, I wish him luck and i hope that um i hope that this is a, a cautionary tale to show how um how liquid and volatile uh gaming the gaming market can be if yeah. you not not i mean let's be honest here lawbreakers and uh and uh their battle royale game um they both were hitting fads of one ilk or another. I mean, yeah. Lawbreakers is Lawbreakers was very uh, Overwatch, and their battle royale game was very Fortnite. So I think that really um, it should be a cautionary tale to say this is art, and what you should do is be innovative, of course. Find, but, find your own vision. But find your find your own vision. Don't completely copy. If you're copying, you should be looking at something and going, "That would be cool if we did this too." And then do that thing because yeah. that that works that always works um it has to be have your own vision though uh on to a completely other topic stuff um but because we, we could keep ranting about those kind of things uh we got word uh there's an official playstation 4 custom controller uh that's, mm -hmm. that's being released um which uh, to me it reminds me a lot of the xbox custom controller in regards to absolutely the, the paddles on the back um this is this is a great example of of copying 
uh, in in a good way, uh, and take and t uh, which is what PlayStation did honestly from the the Super Nintendo. They copied their controller layout from the Super Nintendo because they said, "Hey, that worked. Let's do it." Yeah. Um, I think that I think it looks really cool. I personally, I don't know if I'm going to to get one. I tried the paddles at Alex's and a couple other places. Mm -hmm. um, I know that it will work for certain games. I'm not. I'm not big into competitive shooters and, and those type of things. Yeah. Uh, if I played, I would say if I played a um, an MMO, like people who play Final Fantasy uh, mm -hmm. right now, people who play Final, Final Fantasy 14 on PlayStation, I think this would be great in regards to macros, in regards to, to setting up um, you know your, your character, because that's one thing that MMOs lack in regards to like PC versus that. Um, I don't think this controller is maybe not for me. The quality looks great, though. Uh, what um, do you think? That you can have um, offset uh, yeah. thumbsticks, which is something that a lot of people really prefer from the Xbox. Yep. Um, but $170 for the wired version, $200 for the uh, wireless. Yeah. Eh. No. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like the idea of the offset. Um, you and I talked about this forever ago, and I know I've talked about this as well. Um, I had a PlayStation 3 and an Xbox 360, and there were a lot of games I didn't like playing on PlayStation 3 because of the way the controller was set up, the way that the analog sticks were. It's personal preference. It's all it is. Um, and switching between the two controllers was really hard for me. I got a third-party, um, actually third-party Batman uh, PlayStation 3 controller, but yep. it felt similar to an Xbox controller. And then I was playing a lot more game, a lot more uh, first person shooters that I was not playing before. Uh, I was playing RPGs and third person action, but I would not, cover shooters were not, were not working for me. First person shooters were not working for me. Um, so that being said, this could be something, if you have a preference, like you said, for offset, that could be really good for that. Um, my, I don't have as much of a problem with thumb placement and offset versus versus uh, um, parallel or uh, mirrored um, as I did the analog stick tension, and that's that's to me what I think is um, yeah is more uh, important. And it does have customizable thumb sticks, different heights, uh, and it's concave or convex. So I think that's more important than the offset, in my opinion. Um, but yeah. to each their own. To each their own. <laughs> Either way, it's a cool product. I like that that's on the market for people who want to use something like that. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of things that you can hold in your hand, um, Overwatch announced two different uh, kinds of, of physical things that you can do. Mm -hmm. um, they announced that they're having Lego sets coming out in 2019 mm -hmm. and uh, Nerf guns, yeah. which I think is awesome. I would I would love to have, like, um, which one would you want? I honestly I don't know. I have to look and see which ones they're going to put out. I mean, okay. I I, I of, think I'm, that I think that um, that Diva's little yeah. pistol things are really cool looking. Pistol like things would be those. cool. I I prefer I prefer um, rifles. Uh, I prefer and for, judging by the uh, the quick like graphics that we got there, it looks like they're using those uh, those balls that they that they have out of like the kind of I can't remember the term for it. It's like the Nerf ones that they're not the darts, but they're the balls that launch. Yeah. Like I think those are those are cooler. I'd prefer something like that. Uh, I'm a '90s kid, so I love like the ridiculous, oversized guns that are like <laughs> it doesn't need to be that big. Okay, yeah. well your gun doesn't need to be this big, but it is, and it's awesome. So um, I, I don't know which gun 
personally, but uh, I don't like the pistols as much. Um, yeah. I don't know. I like rifles. Well, you can you can also fit a lot more uh, ammo into the rifles. Yeah. So. Well, e even if it's the same amount of ammo, I think it's a control thing, probably. Um, as well as you can get a little bit more velocity out of a, out of a rifle versus uh, and, and I'm just talking about Nerf guns, not actual ammunition, not actual uh, firearms, but right. uh, you can get a lot more velocity uh, and uh, and aim better, uh, and that's actually true in both you know real and, and fake firearms. But um, you can aim better on the rifles, so that's my preference. So so let us know in the comments what uh, Overwatch Nerf gun you want and yeah. which of the Lego sets because they didn't tell us which which. Uh, Lego sets they're going to be doing. Um, I'm I'm really hoping for uh, that Mexican slash Italian town. <laughs> was, was one of my favorites. It makes so. me wonder how like how, if they're going to be like the small Lego sets, and by small I mean um, what are they like? I mean you know the Lego prices were the better than I do. I think like the forty dollar yeah. or so, which are like the small play sets, like about yeah. yay big. I, um, I I think it would be really fun if. Uh, to, to just have the little figurine versions of some of the Overwatch characters. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. it would be cool. Um, either way, I'd, li I'd like to have like figures. That'd be really cool. Uh, the Nerf guns, um, in regards to actually collecting, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd probably go with any of them. I mean, there's there are going to be some really cool designs. Uh, yeah. So I'll probably look at that specifically. Because um, I I mean, my my the people I play in when I do play Overwatch, mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, I, I can't think of like a Winston gun that I'd want. Um, I mean, I played Hanzo a little bit recently, um, but I don't know. Tracer would yeah. be cool. I, I think I think Soldier seventy six is is an obvious one. Yeah, yeah, Soldiers, and it's probably the one I'll get. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see what they come out with. It's a definitely obvious one for them to release, though. Yeah. Oh, and the uh, the revolvers. Um, what's his name? McCree. Yeah, revolvers. I love revolvers. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, speaking of things that I plan to buy, yeah. um, Hours, Hours of Darkness is the first piece of um, of DLC from Far Cry Five, mm -hmm. and it's the it's the Vietnam set one, yes. um, and they've announced that that's coming out June fifth, mm -hmm. and then the Far Cry Three standalone, um, which was announced, it's part of the the it's part of the season pass or the deluxe editions of Far Cry Five. Yeah. And so the Far Cry Three, they're calling it Far Cry Classic. Um, is being remastered and that's being brought out uh, here in a couple of weeks and then it'll be available for a standalone purchase four weeks later on June 22nd. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, Far Cry 3 remains my favorite. Far Cry okay. 3 is, is great. I love the setting. I love the, um, it's one thing I do miss uh, in Far Cry 5 is, uh, and uh, 3 and 4 had the, the idea of you go out, if you need a bigger ammo pouch, right? You have to hunt certain certain animals and make that. Yeah. Um, I know that they've kind of simplified that a little bit in saying um, in, in 5 where you can sell the pelts and it gets you money, but the money doesn't get you bigger pouches. So yeah. um, that's the that's the only thing that I thought was kind of a weird shift for them. Uh, but I love 3 and I love, and this is, this is one reason why I, I need to get the um, uh, season pass because I didn't get the ultimate uh, Far Cry. Uh, the amount of DLC that comes out and the quality DLC that comes out for the Far Cry games has been uh, yeah. has been phenomenal. Um, Blood Dragon remains one of my favorite games, regardless of the fact that it's a that it's a short spin-off game. 
yeah. uh, uh, Far Cry. I absolutely love it. So um, I'm I'm looking forward. To, I definitely look forward to this, and it'll come in. I guess I need to finish Far Cry Five. I'm almost I'm almost done with the last of the seed children, children of seed. Sure, the seedlings. Yes, the seedlings. the seedlings. Yeah, I'm almost done with them. So once I'm done with them, then I guess on to father. And I'm going to guess that's that's going to be short at that point, maybe in an hour or two. I haven't looked. My guess is you you get you beat these areas, and then it triggers a thing for father. You do, you you um, take him down, and then you're done. But uh, yeah, but I'm loving the game. Um, <laughs> Sorry, uh, on to, on to uh, other news, though, because we need to get a couple more items. Uh, Wolf Among Us Season 2 has been announced for uh, 2019, which uh, you and I both had the same reaction to, which was, <laughs> I thought this was over. Uh, yeah, because um, Telltale announced that several of their series, that they were going to be cutting back, and several of their series were, were curtailed. And they said, we're, we're not going to be continuing these series. And I thought Wolf Among Us was one of those that got cut, but apparently... Yeah, I thought it was too. Um, I think that it, whether it was or not at that time, it may have been a reevaluation. Honestly, and I'm, I'm hoping this is the case. I'm hoping that it was an, that it was a um, a revelation within the like creative team where someone went, "I've got a really good idea for this storyline for Wolf Among Us," and it was enough for people to get behind it because that's yeah. how games, in my opinion, that's how games should should work. If um, if you if you make games like this, right? Yeah. If you make games and you're not wanting to uh, innovate constantly like Nicholas and others do, because that's a completely different realm. Uh, if you make Telltale games, your idea is, I want to tell a story. I want it to be branching. Uh, how do you do that in yeah. whatever world you're doing it? Wolf Among Us nailed it. Uh, and I feel that or I hope that they wouldn't do a sequel unless they had a real reason and a real trajectory to hit, yeah. as opposed to just, I need to make money. Well, um, that's one of the things that, that Naughty Dog's talked about. They've said, you know, uh, Last of Us 2 is something that we that exists uh, mm -hmm. because we were like, hey, I have a great idea for what we could do in that in that universe. Yeah. And that's when production started for Last of Us 2. And, and hopefully that's what happened with, with Wolf Among Us season two, that they were like, that somebody came up with a brilliant idea of what if we did this thing? Yeah, I, ho I hope that's the reason, because we still haven't gotten any more Game of Thrones and I like that. Um, then again, with Game of Thrones, I feel like uh, you, walk a, you walk a thin line of am I retelling things that happen on the show? Which the, yeah. ga which the, the Telltale Game, Game of Thrones didn't do, and I really enjoyed because of that. Um, mm. And how much do you flesh out of a world that's so deep already? How much okay. do you flesh out, and how do you how do you walk that line where you're not violating anything uh, and any any problems? Uh, sorry, uh, violate any any um, continuity issues? Violate any um, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Problems um, in the story. Speaking of George R. R. Martin, did you hear about the Ice Dragon animated? Ice Dragon Ant now? Okay. Ice Dragon is a kid's story that George R. R. Martin wrote a long time ago. It's a great story. Um, and uh, apparently they're going to make an animated version into okay. a movie. 
Okay. I think, I, I think that'll be fun. No, that, that's really cool. When you said that, I thought you were going to talk about a new project and I was going to scream into the microphone. <laughs> um, well, then I'm glad I didn't because I'm wearing headphones. Yeah, well, uh, I know that there's been a few uh, bits of news that have come out where they're talking about adapting a lot of his work because like any author um, who any author who becomes famous after they've already been doing it for a while, mm -hmm. uh, it, it almost becomes this, this, uh, this, I wouldn't, it, it's not necessarily a, a cash grab, but because there's value in one thing he's done, immediately people go, oh, we can make money off of these other things he's done because of his name and because of the quality as well. Um, well there's there's also there's also an element of well this is this is quality material what else has he done uh, for example sure. fever fever dream is yeah. is another Martin story it's it's my favorite non song of ice and fire one uh, it's it's his take on vampires and it is a blast interesting I, I really enjoyed it and um, and I th I think that's cool to to see that at the same time uh, as an author and as like uh, as a creative like there are a lot of people who are not getting uh, that are not getting their stories made or adapted, uh, including some that have been in development hell for quite a while. Uh, Brandon Sanderson, uh, a couple of his his things were supposed to be adapted for uh, for TV, mm. and it's just gotten in development hell at this point. Um, uh, Neil Gaiman, thankfully, has been getting some stuff off the ground, uh, but what was it? The wheel, uh, the wheel of time. Is that that's still supposed to be happening at some point? I don't know. I, I don't know, but like, yeah, I believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, I think that there are, there are a lot of series that I'd I'd like to see. Um, don't don't want to get on a tangent, but like, I think there's a lot of series out there that they can adapt. Um, I'm glad that people are looking at his work and his other his earlier work and other work, um, and uh, I just hope he finishes the freaking books. I, I do not want this to be a I do not want this to be a, a, a Robert Jordan kind of situation where his vision is not completed. Um, and that's that's really what I wish. I, I don't wish any ill of him. Uh, and I know that, like, I've seen fans, he talks about it where he's like, he'll tweet about, um, or he'll post something about like watching a football game and people just start replying, finish the damn books. <laughs> and he's like, I, I can't even watch a football game. Like, it's not even going to conventions. It's like, I'm at my house taking taking some time to relax and I can't even do that. Yeah. Um, I'm not that extreme. I do want him to finish them so his vision is is seen through uh, through the way that he wants it, though. Because you know it's going to be different than the, than the, uh, than the TV show. It, it already has to be. So. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. I, I, I could go on another hour long right <laughs> Yeah. Last bit of news that we have is mm -hmm. that uh, EA is continuing to work on Sims 4, which uh, yeah. Tan and Cannon actually talked uh, either last week or the week before. Uh, they were they were afraid that there was a possibility because Sims has come out on mobile now yeah. um, that a lot of the team had shifted over to there and that Sims 4 was not going to be getting any more content. Yeah. Uh, Sims 4 has been more problematic than previous entries in the series as far as as far as being able to to just get quality content out and it's yeah. it's it's being delivered piecemeal and things mm -hmm. but um i just wanted to to highlight this little bit of news even though sims 4 isn't a game that either of us play because um it's showing that ea is continuing to support the the console and pc versions yeah. of those games yeah so i thought that was cool i don't 
I can, I'm sorry, I don't think they're going to move to mobile only. Mm -hmm. I could see that it possibly would work for something like The Sims, yeah. but in order, but, but to me, it's not a graphical issue. It's all about the, the interface. Uh, yeah. Being on PC, uh, I don't even like console, honestly, for Sims. I played I played Sims and Sims 2. I'll be honest. I played Sims and Sims 2. My sister played it. Uh, Whitney's played them. Uh, she tried it on console and did not like it. Did yeah. not like it. Diablo worked uh, to transition onto console, but most games do not. Um, I did, And that being said, Sims on mobile, from what I've heard, has not been that great in regards to the interface. Yeah. graphics are there sure but um sims i mean you don't need a huge robust interface but you have to act quick when fires start going on you know when you're when you're uh when your person is late for work and they can't get out the door because there's a dirty plate in front of them like you need to act quick and pick up the dirty plate <laughs> there's ridiculous stuff that happens in sims which i think is funny and it's it's quirky and it's quaint and i love it um but I don't see them moving all to, to mobile, and I'm glad they're continuing to do this. They're going to be, and uh, Seasons is going to be coming out for uh, for that, which um, obviously adds Seasons. Um, I will say Sims is probably one of the first, um, we didn't call it microtransactions, it was expansion packs back in my day, uh, but, but, but Sims was one of the first to add what you would consider to be cosmetic, um, cosmetic microtransactions. Mm -hmm. um, in packs, but it was like a $10 pack or $20 pack, and they'd get you all these new outfits, but you also had like some new stuff as well uh, that yeah. you could do. Gameplay um, tweaks and such. Some, it wasn't usually gameplay tweaks though. It was well, like, I mean, it was, not, not gameplay. It was like, do you want new furniture? Do you want a different uh, roof? Um, those kind of things. Like, yeah. like, oh, now you can have a pool. Um, oh, actually, sorry, gameplay wise, I guess you call it gameplay? Careers? Like, yeah. Like in the expansion pack, they'd be like, "Oh, you can also be an astronaut now," or something to that effect, yeah. which which um, I think is is interesting because um, they were early adopters of that model, and they've not been selling as well as they as as previously. Um, I feel like maybe I don't think subscription would be right for them from a business model standpoint, but I think that that it would be good for when they do a Sims Five because they're going to have to do something like that. Uh, yeah. They should reevaluate how they do. Um, Sims, and I hate saying this because you know how against this we are, but I would I would think for for Sims, mm -hmm. uh, a business model of uh, a twenty dollar game or so, and then mm -hmm. microtransactions for different things different things in the game pack wise. So you're you're not buying a chair, but it's like oh, do you like this style of furniture? This is X amount of dollars, and all your furniture that you buy in the current in-game currency, right. you can you now have access to this store, and it'll be kind of an, uh, you know more um, you know modern furniture. If you want old school furniture, right. like, like like I could see that working for them, not to buy a chair, but to open up like a little bit of the game, uh, and uh, in regards to uh, clothing styles, where it's like I want all the H and M stuff because they already do that. Yeah. Five bucks. Five bucks, you now have access to all of it. I think that would work a lot better than their idea that they previously had, which was $60 plus expansions. I think $20 plus expansions within microtransactions in the game would work really well for them. And just, just don't just, just have me buy every chair with a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so that's all the news that we have for this week um yeah follow us on youtube on twitter on twitch on on all of those things um we are twiatch everywhere except for twitch where we are twiatch gaming and um if you want to see me fail at uh dark souls then catch us there and uh we will see you next week with more news that's right later Thanks for watching This Week in Our Collective Heads. Uh, subscribe over here and click the bell. And that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up. Because we put up a lot, of, a lot of gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that. And gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and new stuff down here. Check it out.